Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The United States Savings Bonds Division presents Guest Star. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Howard Petrie, greeting you for United States Savings Bonds and its transcribed feature program, Guest Star, brought to you by this station each week as a public service. Let it serve as a reminder that United States Savings Bonds are a fine investment in your own future and in your own country. Our guest today is Jimmy Durante, with the glamorous singing star Peggy Lee and Roy Bargy and his orchestra. And coming up now is the nose that walks like a man. And here he is, the one and only Jimmy Durante in person. You've got to start off each day with a song. Now even when things go wrong. Why, you feel better, you even look better. Now for my second number, I'll sing. Figaro, 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 Figaro. How do you like that? Six figs in a row and not a Newton in the joint. <laughs> Say, tell me, Jimmy, how do you get such beautiful quality in your voice? Very simple, Howard. Every morning I eat six fresh eggs. Oh, what part of the egg gives you those tones? The whites or the yolks? The shells. <laughs> and furthermore, Howard, I can say, I can say unequivocally and without fear of successful contradiction, that in the limbo of Glissandio and Arpeggio, not to mention Allegro Canmuto, <laughs> there is no one whose perceptive capabilities compare with this momentous prestidigitator. Why, Jimmy, how can you say that? Now that I look at it, I wonder how I made it myself. <laughs> now, that is neither barren nor cooter. <laughs> the other evening, I was polishing my silverware, and it only took five seconds. You see, it was Quicksilver. <laughs> when the telephone tinkled, lifting the receiver, I heard a voice say, Hello. So I answered back, Hello. That's better than saying nothing. <laughs> it was Secretary of State Marshall speaking. Well, what was Mr. Marshall's problem this time, Schnoss? Well, the Secretary of State wanted to send me on a mission to Mexico to promote goodwill. So, uh, tucking my portfolio under my sweatshirt, I left for the station. Well, I suppose you had the usual trouble getting train tickets. No, the station master took one look at me and gave me a compartment, toot sweet. He gave you a compartment, toot sweet? Yeah, that's a room near the whistle. <laughs> Say, J Jimmy, it must have been exciting when you arrived in Mexico. Did President Alleman throw a reception in your honor? Yes, Howard, but I didn't know whether or not to accept. Because even though I'm part Latin, I can't rumba. Oh, Jimmy, if you're part Latin, how can, how can you, how come you can't rumba? <laughs> How come you can't rubber? He's getting worse than me. Repeat that line. Repeat that line. You ain't gonna spoil my life. <laughs> Jimmy, if you're part Latin, how come you can't rubber? That's not the part of me that's Latin. Adoran, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a tortillo, I'd eat you. <laughs> that evening, I hailed a pass on Adobe and drove to the presidential palace. <laughs> and dabbing a little tequila behind my ears, I entered. <laughs> A butler shows me to the banquet room, and when I sat down at the head of the table right next to the president, I was moved. You were? Yes, to the foot of the table. 
which was in the other room. Well, Jim, I hope it was near an open window. I understand that Mexican food is really hot. Hot? Believe me, Luke was never so warm. <laughs> After dinner was over, the president said, uh, Senor Durante, you see, he respected my rank. Yeah. If you'll come into our kitchen, we'll show you. I don't know how you're going to take that rank. <laughs> if you'll come into our kitchen, we'll show you how we prepare those hot Mexican dishes. So the chef took a pot of hot peppers, added some garlic, some Tabasco, some more garlic, some more Tabasco, added a dash of mustard and put it on the stove. Yeah, yeah, go on, Jim. Then he threw the pot away and ate the fire. <laughs> I'll never understand why they call it chili. Well, I'll never understand why they called you to Mexico, Jim. What did you accomplish for the State Department? Well, Howard, Mexico had an oil problem, so I made one speech to the populace that left me covered with bravos. I said to the people, Snores and snoras. You see, they were asleep at the time. <laughs> I'm glad you left. I lost my place. <laughs> There's only one way to solve your surplus oil problem. We'll hold an auction. And right then and there, they started bidding. The first bid was for $2 million. Then the bidding went to $5 million. And the oil was finally sold for the stupendous figure of $10 billion. $10 billion? Who would spend that much money for oil? A wealthy sardine. <laughs> Why, Howard? The Mexican people were so impressed with the way I solved the oil problem, they gave me squatter's rights to 10,000 acres of land. Unfortunately, it was all covered with cactus. Covered with cactus? Yeah, that's why I didn't exercise my squatter's rights. <laughs> So bidding my Mexican friends a fun chili con cani, I boarded a Greyhound bus in Mexico City, and in 20 minutes I was back in Los Angeles. Jim, how could a bus go from Mexico City to Los Angeles in 20 minutes? You got interested in another Greyhound. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but how it was good to get back to the good old L.A. After my strenuous mission below the ball. I'll bet it was strenuous. Tell me, have you been relaxing, Jim? To answer in the negative, yes. My social life has been amuck with success. Let me tell you about it. I never in my lifetime was so delighted. Honest, I am as happy as a clown. It happened at a musicale where I was invited in the swankiest home in this town. I knew the joint was swanky. There was a daily under every cuspidor. <laughs> what a party. I rubbed elbows with Iturbi. I rubbed elbows with Shostakovich. I rubbed elbows with Rubenstein. I had to rub elbows with them. They wouldn't shake hands with me. <laughs> After dinner, I Toby sat down and played his latest concerto. Then Shasta covers so blind with his latest etudes. And then Rubenstein thrilled the crowd with a Sinatra he composed. After the applause subsided, all eyes turned upon me. And why not? I was sleeping. <laughs> Ignoring the hostile stares of the Hoi Paloo, I walked to the piano, took my music out of my back pocket, which was wrapped around a salami sandwich. <laughs> then I sat down at the Steinway for the first time to present my symphony, my melody, and this is how it went. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat, chitty beat. Someday the world will recognize this lovely thing. I know the day will come when Frank and Bing will sing. Chitty bee, chitty bee, chitty bee, chitty bee, chitty bee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Why, when I first sat down at the piano, the people cheered. In the middle of my concert, the people howled. And when I finished playing, the little old lady jumped up on the piano and bit me. <laughs> and to add to my humiliation, somebody stole my salami sandwich. <laughs> but my chagrin was only temporary. Because history will be made when I introduce my symphony at the Hollywood Bowl. I can just hear that string section. The brass section. The trombones. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Another outburst like that and your drums go back to Sears and Roebuck. <laughs> Folks, visualize a symphony orchestra behind me. An audience of 90,000 in front of me. A spotlight hitting me. And Durani singing... Uh, Chitty bit, chitty bit, chitty bit, chitty bit, chitty bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chitty bit, chitty bit, chitty bit, chitty bit, chitty bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll sell a million copies, maybe two. This song is gonna be another inka dinka do. Chitty bit, chitty bit, chitty bit, chitty bit, chitty bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, bravo, bravo. Ah, Jimmy, you sang that with mucho gusto. Ah, Peggy, and a mucho gusto to you, too. <laughs> I hope you notice, folks, that I speak Portuguese like a native from Portland. <laughs> you know, Jimmy, your singing really thrills me. Your high tones are comparable to Dennis Day's, and your low tones are like Bing Crosby's, and your intonation reminds me of Perry Como. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Well, then why do you make me say it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding, Jimmy. You've been my idol ever since I was a little girl. Why, your face is always before me. When I see a moving picture, the hero has your face. The villain has your face. In fact, everybody in the picture has your face. Egad, what a cast. <laughs> Jimmy, I was interested in hearing you tell about your Mexican experiences. I'll bet, Jimmy, you made romance with the senoritas, I think. You think? I know. <laughs> Me and a beautiful senorita used to sit out in the moonlight every night. The four of us. The four of you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me, and, Me and her and my two hot water bottles. <laughs> you know, it gets cold nights in Acapulco. But enough of this gay folder, old Peggy. What are you going to sing? Well, Jimmy, it's an intriguing item called La Rue, La Rue, Lily Bolero. Ask a foolish question and you get a foolish answer. <laughs> Thank you. 
quick as an arrow You'll find the boy who's meant for you And sure enough it all came true LaRue, LaRue, Lily Bolero LaRue, LaRue, Lily Bolero Thank you, Jimmy Durante, Peggy Lee, and Roy Bargey for a swell performance. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Guest Star, a weekly transcribed program brought to you by United States Savings Bonds and this station as a public service. Be sure to tune in again next week for another top-notch show, won't you? Meanwhile, this is Howard Petrie thanking you for listening and reminding you that automatic saving is sure saving. Buy United States Savings Bonds regularly through the payroll savings plan, where you work, or, if you are not on a payroll, through the bond-a-month plan, where you bank. That's all, folks. Buy all the U.S. saving bonds you can. Thank you.